Hello, friends. It's nice to be back with you for another episode of In Depth with Seth and Beth, the podcast, the number one podcast from Plymouth Congregational Church, the only podcast right now. We've taken a little bit of a holiday break, and so it is nice to be back. And we have some ex- an exciting message to talk about. I'm Beth Hoffman Faith, and I am the Minister for Congregational Care and Worship at Plymouth Congregational Church in Minneapolis. And as always, I am joined by my wonderful colleague, Seth. Hi, Seth. Hello. My name is Seth Patterson. I'm the Minister for Spiritual Formation and Theater at Plymouth Church in Minneapolis. And we are talking about the sermon of our new colleague and partner, Dwayne Davis, on January 3rd, 2021, the first one of the year, and the first one from him as our new lead minister. And the scripture for this was the very beginning of John, what's called a prologue of John, John 1, 1 through 18. So last time, Beth, we discussed closing sermons as we discussed Paula's last sermon as outgoing lead minister. And this time we get to talk about introduction sermons with Dwayne, his first his his introduction sermon. Right. I thought that would be a good place to begin at the beginning. Uh, interesting, because that's what John talks about, too, at the beginning. And yes, it, it is interesting to me that when we talked last, we were discussing the importance and significance, the meaning behind a farewell sermon. And today, uh, the tables are turned a bit, and we get to t- talk about a first sermon. Um, Now we have heard Duane preach because he came to us in September as a candidate for lead minister uh, before a congregational vote preached a very fine sermon. And so some of us have have heard him before, but uh, it takes a while for a congregation and a a preacher to find their relationship, I think, because uh, it's a new voice, a new perspective, Uh, new experience coming uh, to us from the pulpit, and and it's exciting. And I thought that Duane's very first words in his sermon were just right on target. Yeah, this is uh, part of the reason why he's we're breaking our schedule that we've had for a while. And he's preaching three in a row at the beginning of January in order to help us get to know him and uh, get his voice into our heads in a new way. Because a candidating sermon is different than an introduction sermon. It has a different purpose. And yeah, he begins by talking about, which at least what I heard telling in the beginning of it, and maybe this is what you were referring to, is he is not the savior of Plymouth. What? I know. I know. I I guess we have to do the work, all of us together still. And we say that tongue in cheek, but I do know that there is a lot of pressure on on Dwayne, on on this new era of Plymouth, and many people in the congregation have been waiting for this transition. Um, and as we remarked at on Paula's farewell weekend, the church is always in transition, always. Even when you have a settled staff, even when you have uh, a full team of folks, we're always in transition. It's never a stagnant body of Christ. And so, and still, people have placed a lot of expectation on Duane's presence with us. And I appreciated that he was able to name that in the first paragraph of his sermon on Sunday and declare 
that he is not the savior of Plymouth Congregational Church. And there will be times when he will make decisions that people do not agree with, when there will be conversations that become perhaps a little bit more difficult, that the seas won't always be smooth. And that's okay. That's part of being in community together. Yeah. And and the church is the church, not its clergy. And so right at the beginning, then he references the prologue of John, that always his goal is to testify to the light, to point us maybe outside of ourselves a bit to find the meaning that the gospel lifts up. We're always looking for the light, which is life, which is the word. Uh, and and that's what he promises, Dwayne promises to, to always bring us back to, which is a powerful statement. Yeah. And necessary, especially at this time, I think. Do you remember your first sermon at a place? Yes. My my time at Plymouth was was odd in that I'd never had a first sermon. I, there was a first time I preached, but it was sort of a last minute here. You also do this in a changing situation. It was, and I was not called. So mm-hmm. I, I don't have that at Plymouth. Do you remember your first introduction? Well, I remember my first sermon at Plymouth, and that happened actually two months after I started in a transitional role. And then I started in March. I did not preach until the end of May. There was a lot of angst for me leading up to that sermon because, as we've talked about before on this podcast, there seems to be an elevated sense of significance and importance around the sermon around the pulpit at Plymouth in ways I hadn't experienced in other churches. And so it was an important challenge. And so I remember that sermon particularly well. It was a time for me to tell a little bit of my story, which I have often included in in many sermons uh, throughout my time at Plymouth. But when I have entered into a church as a solo or senior minister in prior contexts, that first sermon is the opportunity for relationship to be born. At least that's how I feel. It's a, you know, you certainly can't say it all in one sermon, but you you can point to where you hope a journey together might lead, you know, in that moment, who you are with that faith community. I think that's significant. I think every church wants to feel like they know their ministers and really preaching is the way we are known, um, which is one of the exciting things for me about Plymouth is that it's not just one voice from the pulpit. And I know for some in the congregation, that feels like the loss because we had had a lot of eras at Plymouth in which there was one primary voice from the pulpit. Yeah. And we have made a shift, very conscious shift to increase those voices in the pulpit and to allow the congregation to have different perspectives from all their clergy. And I think that's really important and a blessing. Again, I thought that Duane, while not talking a lot about himself, certainly indicated to us what is significant to him in this moment. And what did you hear? Well, again, I heard that regardless of the issue, regardless of what we are working on as a congregation, he will be rooted in directing us towards the gospel life, towards the message that the light, the light of God, the light of life, the light of Jesus beckons us towards. So again, that is hopeful to me that we do not become insular 
that we're constantly looking kind of outward. Yeah. How, how is God leading us? What is God inviting us into? Where is God present in whatever it is we're talking about right now? And I think Duane has also made it very clear that he will love this congregation without condition and that he will, regardless of when we agree or when we don't agree, he will do what he does with grounded and rooted in love and a love that comes from a divine source. And that to me is very powerful. It is. It's hopeful. There's so much hope in, in that. And also we we're, we decided that we would begin our uh, time, the three of us, and his first three sermons, and then you and I after that, to talk about calling. Not calling of ministers, but rather that humans, people have callings in life. And how do we, how do we do, how do we actualize? And this was a great introduction into that, that the light is there. The light is there. What mm-hmm. do you do with it? What is the light asking of us? Yeah. What is, what is the light inviting us um, into in this new year, 2021, in uh, this new chapter of Plymouth's history? And I think that we will, because I believe that Duane is really viewing this as sort of a three-part sermon series, that what he introduced to us on Sunday will be expounded on in the next two weeks. And so as we continue our conversations weekly, my guess is we will reflect on what was said this past Sunday, even as we get some weeks out from it. Absolutely. Is there anything from this one that you will carry with you into your week specifically? I can speak for myself. I was taken towards the end where he said, I do believe that along with the birth of the child we celebrated on Christmas, Christmas was indeed born in each of us. And I found that to be powerful and it had stuck with me both listening to him record it and then as I listened to it again, because it reminds me that the birth was not just a thing that happened over there at that time, that it, it stops being remote, but rather the birth of light, the birth of the word, the birth, I am part of that. And necessarily mm. so, that it actualizes, it gives me um, movement and energy, and it, it reminds me that I have a place in this. And, I, and I, f- I found that to be really helpful. And the birth as incarnation, that God is being born in each of us, that we are part of that birthing story, which is something we actually heard from Paula on her last sermon, is sort of a powerful way to connect our past to our present, to our future. And I would agree that, that that's powerful. And one of the things he's, he said was that we don't need a new year for a new beginning. The gift of the word and the light and the life is that every day can be a new beginning for us. So what, what is it that we are looking for, longing for, hoping for with each new beginning? Yeah, both as individuals and collectively. It's not just you or just right. me. It is us. I have for me what the light being born inside me does to me, but it also, I need to recognize that light in you and in us mm-hmm. and what that does to to us as a community, us as a society. I'm eager to know how Duane will continue to define the light. Mm-hmm. Like what is the light to Duane and how will that be lived out in our community? I think he left room for us to, to kind of wonder and imagine. And he was speaking both to us as individuals and as a community, which you just pointed out, which I think is a is powerful in a sermon and not always accomplished. And so, I don't know, I'm left wanting and looking forward to more. Yeah. And like you said, this is probably a series, I would guess. Uh, mm-hmm. So we will hear the, the next building blocks 
next this coming Sunday and then again after that. And then we have a long relationship in order to continue building. This is just the beginning. Right, right. Well, thank you everybody for your time and your ears and your hearts in this conversation. Uh, it is an honor to be able to have this conversation with you. And if you would like to talk to us, uh, please email either or both of us and we would love to talk more thank you yes. to all of those who help make this possible we look forward to continuing the conversation in this new year and if you haven't yet heard or seen testimonies to the light the first sermon preached by reverend Dwayne davis you can go to the church website you can check out our youtube channel or our facebook page to find it be well friends talk to you again in a week Happy New Year. Happy New Year.